El Tiempo, like send us a little margarita machine. We have something here. Just what send are we us, doing? You know what? If you don't want to send the machine, just send us a couple of samples, maybe a couple of jugs. You know, yeah. we're not picky. We're not picky. We're a couple not. airline miles. You know, bing, bada, yeah. boom. Throw, throw some throw some points our way. I don't know, right, maybe. You know, whatever. All right, let's get this done. <laughs> What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian Lalima, Apollo Dez, Josh Stroh's here with you. Follow us on Twitter at Apollo Dez One at Lima Seven Ninety. And Josh, what's your Twitter handle? At Josh Stroh's, right? At Josh Stroh's One. Okay, at Josh Stroh's One, and of course at Apollo H O U. Boys, it is playoff time in Houston. The Astros wrapped up the regular season last night. On a Wednesday, as we record this podcast on a Thursday, the Astros 106 and 56 for the season to the number one seed in the American League. They play Tuesday, October 11th at home, game one of the ALDS against either Toronto or the Mariners. Those wild card series start on Friday, and they are going to be absolutely fucking bananas. Yeah, it's been damn good baseball. Uh, winner go home, three game set. Uh, that's what playoffs are all about. So the wild card now being the three gamer uh, is interesting. We're going to see kind of the, the ripple effect of that going into the DS. But for now, we have a weekend to breathe before we get the uh, stress of October and the anxiety that comes with that. So um, those teams, you play 162 to get in, and then you got to turn around and win a three gamer. Um, that's tough. Yeah. So it's going to be damn good baseball, though. It really is. Yeah, I'm excited, man. It's uh, the best time of the year. October's here. Playoffs are here. Uh, throw out everything. It doesn't matter. Grab you a pumpkin spice latte. It's playoff time in Houston. AL runs through Houston. The AL runs through Houston. Yesterday at the game, and we'll jump into the Q&A here in a sec, but yesterday being game 162, a day game, the game means absolutely nothing for both teams. It was the most spring training exhibition regular season game of all time where like the chatter from the stands where people are just like having a conversation and talking like the baseball game was just there happening. Yeah. Obviously it was a damn good game. Uh, Framber doing Framber things. He's, you know, getting back on track. Uh, I love Dusty giving Tuck that little standing O, let him come off the field in the second. Um, just little things like that. It was just, it was cool to be at the park, but also I've seen it on, on the, uh, in the Twitter streets. I had one of them uh, El Tempo margaritas, dude. Did they slap? Bro, hold they on. First off, here's the veteran move you got to do. Yeah. You ask for a half and half. You have okay. half on the rocks, half frozen. Ooh. It's game changer. You do that anywhere. Oh. You should be doing that as a right. margarita connoisseur. Right. But we had one of those. There's no way. There's no way. And I'm only looking at one person. That's Mr. Cush. There's no way he's had three. There's just no way. Are they that strong? Bro, they potent. They hit. Jet fuel. I, I I hear and I read that those things are really, really good, first of all. But yes. second, they sneak up on you and they kick your ass after literally after one. Oh yeah. No, no free ads, but yeah, they're 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 good. And send us could, a jet. Hey, El Tiempo, like send us a little margarita machine. We have something here. Just what send are we us, doing? You know what? If you don't want to send the machine, just send us a couple of samples, maybe a couple of jugs. You know, yeah. we're not picky. We're not picky. We're a couple not. Airline miles. You know, we're, bing, bada, yeah. boom. Throw, throw some throw some points our way. I don't know. Right, maybe you know, whatever. Yeah. All right, let's get this done. Uh, <laughs> Kush, Kush said he's got he's had three. Yeah, yeah. 
Absolutely not. Uh, you know, as the kids say, stop capping, Kush. Cap. Cap, cap bro. Yeah, there's no way. He may have three of those, like, tall, sugar-filled, half-ass, you know, frozen margaritas that have, like, barely any alcohol in it. Barely. Yeah, any but these are jet fuel. Really? These are jet fuel. But Speaking of Kush, we'll just start off with him I on our Q&A, our fan I, Q&A. I look forward to knocking down a few of those, or at least one of them. We'll try. We'll yeah, try one. Grandpa Brian, you have one. Oh, well, dude, it's real. October, brother. Okay, Q&A. Q&A. We'll just start with Kush since we're talking about trade, him. Is it the trade deadline again? Maybe. Huh. Do y'all see Lance possibly coming out of the pin in the DS, depending on who we play, or is he the certified third starter? He's the third starter. Yeah, I mean, I could see the the angle of doing that, but he's your he's your horse. I mean, he's your third your third starter. He's fresh legs, fresh arms, um, and he's he's filthy right now. Like, yeah. If they weren't as deep as they are, then maybe. But like, yeah, they right. have plenty of other options. Correct. Yeah, you have you have the option to go Javier Brown to to be that bridge guy. Yeah, I mean, it, it makes sense though. I mean, it, but what Hunter Brown has done this season. <laughs> And then with a couple of starts and then coming out of the bullpen, like there, there's your bridge guy. I mean, that dude's electric for three straight innings coming out of that bullpen. Yeah. So, yeah, I think Lance McCullers is your certified number three. And then also let's not forget about Christian Javier, who, I mean, arguably could be your number three guy. He could be your number four guy. But at the very least, he's a damn good option out of the bullpen. 100%. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to the next one. This is from Jay Arnold, our guy, college football guy. Um if there is one lower seeded team you all see making a deep postseason run, who would that be? I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go an unpopular name here. We talked about it this morning on the Sean Salisbury show, but I'm going with the Cleveland Guardians. Sean Salisbury show at 7:90 from six to ten. Yeah, six to ten a.m. Monday through Friday, Sports Talk 7:90, or on your iHeartRadio app, or say, "Hey Alexa, turn on Sports Talk 7:90." It's a consummate pro. Just a and- consummate pro. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to say the Cleveland Guardians. They've got really Ooh. good pitching. They have the best closer in baseball um, in Class A, who I think he had like 43 saves. It's an unpopular name. I get it, meaning meaning the team. But that's if there's a lower-seeded team, I would probably say it's the Cleveland Guardians. That's kind of sneaky sexy. And then who's who's the third baseman? Jose Ramirez? Yeah, he's right. he's a dude. He's, he's a dude. Good. And, and they've got a veteran manager in Tito Francona, so uh, – that's a, that's a huge thing. Yeah, that's, that's a huge thing. People have been there. Really. He right. knows how to win. Been there, done T- that. So Tito knows how to my, win. That's my lower seeded team. That uh, and, and and honestly, we had you know I'd seen a little bit about their pitching staff over the last couple of days, and then we hit on it this morning, and I started digging into more of the numbers and stuff, and then you look at what what their pitching staff has done. I think they're ranked like they're number four right now, uh, in in all of baseball rotation wise, if I'm not mistaken. They're top five at least. And then Class A on the backside, like that's that's kind of scary. They're on the opposite side of the bracket, of course, but um, that's my team. That's that's who I'm who I'm riding with. If we're doing a lower seed, I don't know what you guys think. Yeah, I'll go. I mean, they're three seed, but I'm gonna follow suit, and I'm gonna do three seed as well. But on the other side, the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I think it's just this blood magic year. Um, they have the Phillies in the first round. Obviously, then they get play Atlanta, like. The Cardinals with Dueno and and Yachty and Pujols, they're going like, to stomp the Phillies. Oh yeah, they're stomping yeah. the Phillies. But like Paul Goldschmidt and Nolan Arenado on the corners for that team. God, I mean, so my good. God, man! When you make those trades as a GM, this is what you expected, and it turned right. out like the way they wanted it to. Like you have two guys on the corners that, respectively, 
are stealing MVP votes from each other on the NL right. side. Um, so that's my sneaky, sneaky deep team. Uh, obviously, the chalk uh, with the ones and twos, they're, they're really damn good. All these teams are good. Uh, but yeah, I think it's the Cardinals on the other side. Um, Josh, look up, uh, look up Goldschmidt stats real quick for us. Like they're, they're body, like they're, they're he, stupid. He stepped out to take a call. We'll circle back to it. Oh, okay. Uh, the next, the next question is from birds of the word. What's y'all's message to the fans of 2022 spent most of the time complaining and being negative about the team and team management slash leadership. Oh, buddy. Buckle up everyone. Uh, I'm going to take that one. No, I'm going to let you take that one. <laughs> Look, I'm all going to say 106 wins is, is a lot of wins. It's a lot of times to just enjoy it and be happy. Second so. in, in second all time in franchise franchise history for wins, 106 wins. I mean, that's you can uh, see the you can see just the look at you can see the smoke coming out of your ears man, right now. It's like uh, it's like Aaron Rodgers spelled it out R E L A X. Let's relax, okay? Yeah. Enjoy yeah. it because I, I as a fan as well. I think we, as a fan base, take this golden age of baseball for granted. I, I like the window for the Astros is still open and it will be for a couple of years, but I think there might be somewhere in the future. There might be a, a, a somewhat down year. So uh, let's, let's, let's have some fun. Let's enjoy it. Okay. I, I just asked the fans when you're at Minute Maid Park for whatever playoff game you're at, I swear if I hear one person tell me or anybody that I'm with any of the, just anybody, if I hear one of y'all tell me to sit down, because I'm standing and cheering, I'm going to throw my El Tiempo margarita on you. <laughs> and, and those are expensive. It's not a country yeah. club. Okay? Yeah. Stand up. Cheer your ass off. Have a couple of adult Be beverages. Loud. Be loud. And let's enjoy this run because the Astros have the best team in the American League. Um, next question from our boy, Dex. Um, who should the Astros be... Who should Astro fans be rooting for to come out of the NL? Oh, dude, the NL is a so fucking gauntlet, bro. Like, like, just take for instance that Phillies and Cardinals series. Like, the Phillies could pull one out of their ass, take the Cardinals to a three three game set, and beat them. And then you look Maybe. at the Braves and the Dodgers and the Padres and the Mets. I mean. Padres Mets gonna be a war. That's gonna be a. All I, I know is is. We talked about it last episode. The Braves. The Braves are my, are the team that I think is gonna come out of the NL. But if I were the Braves and the Dodgers, you can't look past any of the teams that they're gonna face. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, who should we who should we root for? I mean. The Phillies, really? Yeah, the Phillies. Really? The six yeah. seed. The six, but that means me. That means they're the hottest team. Exactly. And yeah. they're NL. That's another. That's another national. That's, that's another that's, NL East hot team. Another. That if if the Phillies come out for some reason and get to the World Series, then that means they are full on the Nationals in 2019 and the Braves in 2021, and that is a fucking scary thing, and I don't like it. Uh, next question. We'll start going pretty quick. Uh, okay. from our. Great designer, Berto. Is this Astros team a dynasty with a World Series win this year? Oh, excuse me. Is this Astros team a dynasty? That's how you're supposed dynasty. to say that word. Dynasty. A dynasty. dynasty. Okay. Um, are they a dynasty if they win the World Series? No. 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 You need not. three. 
No, you need, you need three, three and four. Yeah, exactly. You need three. Like I mean, we're an American League dynasty, but right. Look, look in the look in the look at the Yankees back in the nineties. Like that was a dynasty. Yeah. Right. You can even make a case that the Giants, like all their crazy, did, did, did the Giants win it in odd years or even the, years? They were they won the even years, 10, 12, and fourteen. You can that, consider them a I dynasty. Would call that, I would call that a dynasty, even though I it's over, it's been over six well. years. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's that pretty, if you have three in your in your if you have three in your street, that's a dynasty. Three yeah. World Series wins in six years is pretty damn good. Yeah. And also would say at that point, I'm not even throwing the dynasty word around. I'm just saying this is their era. Yeah. Why are you I, laughing at dynasty, bro? Um, Can we see dynasty on a shirt, please, Berto? <laughs> All right, with the way the new DS series is set up, how impactful would it be to carry a guy like Hensley over another pin arm? Will they avoid using a left-handed relief pitcher even against a DS team with lefties and focus on reverse splits guys considering other teams also might have an extra bench guy? This is a great question for playoff P. Um, it's a really good question. I think carrying a guy like Hensley is sharp. He's a guy that can play multiple positions. He flat-out hits. Like, yeah. It's not a, a flash in the pan with a rookie coming up. The dude breaks. Yeah. So, and I don't think there's enough data on him for other teams not. to find his weakness yet. There's not. Yeah. Like there right. is on Pena. Um, and will they avoid a left-hander? Like, so this is the Will Smith question. Is Will Smith on? I think he's on against the Mariners. I don't think he's on the playoff roster if it's the Blue Jays. Just because there's not a pocket of lefties on the Blue Jays. Yeah. Blue Jays uh, are right-handed heavy. They're right-handed. You know. Right. Right. I don't know. I just think me personally, I think Will Smith's going to be on the postseason roster regardless, just because of the veteran leadership. And he's been there, done that. Yeah, he's I been mean, in he's... high leverage. I mean, look at how many high leverage situations he's been in. He's pitched pretty well down the stretch. We looked up his numbers, I think last week or week prior, he had a couple of rough outings. Uh, I mean, of course he, you know, he gave up the the combined no-no the other night, gives up three straight sw- singles, but then comes back and strikes out three in a row. I think just that alone with him being in the World Series, winning a World Series, pitching his ass off in playoff series, been there, done that. Here's you, know, you, you couple that with you couple that with Christian Vasquez, who's won World Series with Boston. It just goes right back into what the Astros known, and that's October. The more veteran and playoff experience on the team and in that bullpen is gonna is is gonna pay off. So I think I think Will Smith is on regardless. And he, I think he doesn't. He think doesn't walk anybody. If he's on, he's the last guy on. I think. I really do. Yeah, I think. Me personally, I think Maton's not going to make it. I think it's either. I think it's it's yeah. Phil or Will that last spot. I, I think. I don't think Maton will will make it. I think they'll put Will on before him. Yeah. I, don't I mean, know. there's going to be a lot of guys off the roster that would start on other teams. That's just how right. deep we are this year. Yeah. That's um. Great. This is from from George Astros UK. He has a uh, three or four. What situation do you see your kitty in October, and are you worried about his form? Man. I'm not worried. I'm not worried. Yeah. I, I, I'm i not worried, but what role are they going to use him in? I, I think, wor- he's, I think he's, he's three innings out of the bullpen. I'm worried if he's a pin guy. He's a cleanup I'm, guy. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. I think I am I am worried if he comes out of the pen. He could, he if could you do- give him a start, I'm totally okay with it. I would rather him be like the opener type guy if that's what they planned on doing. Have him throw three innings, just you know, empty the tank, and then pass pass the rock to somebody else. I don't like him out of the pen. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's. I think the only time we see him this postseason is in a game we're losing. 
mm. eat innings. I or think like, that's, that's his role. Like you're Grinky? Yeah, like grinky? you're down by two. The game might be down by two or three. Game might be lost, but like you don't want to burn your your high leverage arms, so you throw him out for mm. three innings. Hopefully he keeps it close keeps and you come in, back, but if in. not, then he still eats innings. Mm, that's a good take. Um, does Seth Martinez get any kind of look? I think he's off the roster. I think he's all. I think he's on the taxi squad just because how, how just, deep this team is. There's just too many other options. And Seth, and Seth and that's good. nothing against. That's and nothing Seth against. Good. Yeah, there's nothing against Seth Martinez. He pitched well, but I just think the Astros have too much. Uh, another question from George: uh, Is it simple as if Jose Altuve goes, the offense goes with him? I think yes, a hundred percent that. That's how it was in 2017. You go, we go, two seven. That's that should Jose be the phrase. Altuve, Jose Altuve just had the most quiet 300 season with an OPS. 900 OPS. Like over, it's like 925 or 924 or whatever. Uh, I mean, 28 bombs, I think, or 20, somewhere in the 20s. Yeah, it's if he goes, we go. Yeah, 28. 28, yeah. 28 bombs, 921 OPS. Yeah. Yeah. He blended, he blend, he, he morphed again. Like we've seen three phases of Altuve. We've seen the get a lot of hits, high average, not power guy. We've seen the power, the OPS numbers with the average down. And now we have like this third version of Altuve evolution where it's a mixture of both. Three yeah. three seasons, three full seasons in a row, 19, 21, and 22. He's averaged 30 bombs each season. That's <laughs> strong. Yeah. And then the last question from George, is, will Dusty persist with Dubon? God, I hope not. I think there's two rosters. One that Dusty has and one that the front office has. And I think Dubon's on one. And I don't think Dubon is on the one that will be you know, in the DS, if that makes sense. Hensley should get the spot over him. I would say, I mean, like, you have a Hensley, you have a Jake, and you have a Dubon kind of that last... Spot yeah. and it's yeah. I mean, Jake for sure should get it over him. Why though? Why are we and this? I'm just generally asking. Why should we put Jake Myers on the postseason roster? He's a better defender and a better hitter, and he's faster. Is he though? This season is yes, he though? Yes. If Jake is healthy. He, I think he's healthy. He, he actually he is, is. even with with how much he struggled uh-huh. when he first came up. I don't think he was healthy when he came back up. He still he still has better hitting stats than what, Dubon. Just now? No, 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 no. The first time when he Earlier. got back from oh yeah, yeah for sure they rushed him back way too quick. They rushed him back. That's even, what I mean. I think they rushed him back. I don't think he was one hundred percent healthy. And I think personally, I think they took way too long to send him back down. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I mean, that was more just like we have a big lead. Let's. You know, trial by fire. Let's see if we can figure it out on the fly. Right. But, Even with yeah. that, uh, Dubon has a hundred uh, or two hundred sixteen plate appearances. Jake had one hundred sixty, and Jake still had a higher OPS and OPS plus. Even with him struggling, he so, still hit better, and he's a better defender. The question is, if if Dubon is Justin Verlander's personal fielder, right? What we've been told, you think he's on the line? He's on the DS roster because Verlander's probably pitching, you know, he's pitching his two games. One in the I game, game Chaz, one and game five. I think Chaz McCormick is going to start in center field game one of the He AL. should. Yeah. He should. Well, they said those last JV's last start, they had Chaz yeah. out there to test. Right. So, which they should have been I mean, doing. I mean, anyways, this, 
this segues into the next question. Uh, who gets the lion's share of center field time, McCormick or Myers? And I think uh, McCormick. we could say McCormick, Chaz. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. he's earned it, deserved it. Yeah, it's his, it's his spot. Mancini yeah. due for a playoff knock in a big moment? Question mark. I, I tweeted about it. The dude's been snake bit. He's hitting the fuck out of the baseball just right at everyone. I think he breaks out of the shenanigans with a big Crawford box merchant. Hot, hot take. Uh, ALCS MVP. You're already looking ahead? Wow. So that's I'm just sassy. saying. That's sassy. I'm worried about the DS. Well, there aren't DS MVPs to give out. So, uh, on Beyond the Diamond, there's a DS yeah. MVP. <laughs> so, question: Altuve postseason home run champ. Does he chase down Manny? I think he's six What's away. That? How many? I think he's six away from Manny Ramirez's all-time playoff home runs. God, that's gonna make everyone furious. I would say that's bigger than uh, 60, 61. Some would say. <laughs> Some would say. Some would say. Uh, yeah. Uh, Manny Ramirez is at 29. Jose Altuve is at 23. Brian, do you Altuve had seven home runs this October. Seven bombs, dude, in, in October. Um, I'm going to say yeah. Wow. I'm going to say yeah. Wow. That's Just play in the parade. I mean, he, he's going to pass it, I believe, but. But for so sure, if, if if Altuve hits, oh, seven, oh uh, yeah, so if he hits seven, that's that's deep World Series run. If he go like that's the whole thing is if the Astros get to the World Series, you mean to tell me that dude's not going to hit at least two in the DS, at least two in the CS, and two in the World Series? If if he doesn't, then you know, we didn't go deep, you know. Yeah, oh, quick aside, uh, Pujols is at nineteen. And Springer is at 19. Hmm. So they, um, they pass each other. This is from Spaceman, a.k.a. Copier Colin. How impactful is a bullpen going to be? Hmm. I mean, huge. It's going to make the big difference between last year and this year. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Brian? Yeah, I, I think, dude, they have so many weapons, man. Like, if, if you can get from your starters, if you can get six, six innings, like, think about that. How short is the leash in the postseason with starters? Like we sometimes we don't see starters go past twice through the opposing lineup. That's usually like four or five innings. If you can get six strong from somebody, the Astros have so many different options in the bullpen. Hunter Brown, Hector Neris, Rafael Montero, Ryan Presley, Ryan Stanick. I mean, Will Will uh Will Smith, if Maton's on the I mean, I, I can go on and on. And then you got Luis Garcia that is probably gonna be in the bullpen, Christian Javier. I mean, everybody I just named that, you know, and obviously the guy, whatever guys are going to be on the roster, like that just makes it easier for the, for the starters. Yeah. It so, gives them, it gives the starters more freedom to just gas it out. They yes, don't have to worry exactly. about, they can just go all out. Empty well, the also, tank. I think, I think you have a unique build this year with the, the rotation where your front two guys are horses. They're going to let JV go a third time through, and they're definitely going to let Framber go a third time through if they're on right, right? like if framber's walking you know sick guys obviously is gonna be full so and essentially in those two starts you can go you can close a game with a piggyback guy or you do your pin for those two games and then your games three four five or i guess three four in this scenario you can go piggyback and your bullpen's being rested then you know what i mean like you can really pick and choose when you want to deploy the best bullpen in baseball. I think it, it's going to come down to Dusty 
his feel for when to pull somebody and yeah, when to like when to go with the hot hand or when to go with the proven arm yeah. in the bullpen. Yeah. Yep. Um, this is from from JP. Shout out to Rockets. Our Rockets side. Go check them out. Uh, the Summit Boys. Worst pr- possible. Oh my gosh. Worst possible matchup for ALDS. And is Garrett Cole the greatest motivational speaker of all time? <laughs> Dude, Garrett Cole is such a pussy. <laughs> he, he is such we'll a have pussy. To, we'll have to bleep that one, Josh. Sorry. He is. Yeah, just go ahead and cut that completely and I'll start over again. Um, no, you can just keep it. Just bleep it out. That'd be so funny. Yeah, just yeah, do that. Yeah, Garrett Cole is. Uh, did y'all hear the full speech? I just saw the the very beginning of the tag. So we. Well, so, uh, yeah, this morning. So basically, he says like, <laughs> he's like, you know, um, uh, guys, uh, you know, Trevi and Higgy, and you know, we've been here, and thanks for hanging in with me and holding on. Now let's go do this thing, and they all like, like start clapping. And then you like we played it this morning on the show, and we said we we did Garrett Coles, and then we switched over and we played Justin Verlanders, and Justin Verlanders like real definitive, right to the point, and then he drops like five or six emphatic f bombs, like fuck this, fucking this, fuck that, and then and then on the flip side, Garrett Coles like um, uh, Wiggy and G Dog and Trevi, thanks for hanging in. Let's uh, uh, yeah, uh. Let's go do this. He's like a SoCal kid. He's just, Bro, like, like, he's too chill about it. You know, you know what it reminded me of? It did, it did, it did not make me want to go run through a wall. Like it at reminded all. me of like those break rooms in corporate America where it's like that coworker you don't really know. It's like their birthday and everyone's just like, happy birthday. Like, you know, like yeah. you're just like, you don't want to be here. It's like a, it's like a $5 H E B cake. Like you're just like, happy birthday. Like, it's just yeah. like, like, let's, let's just get the hell out of this break room. I mean, dude, um, it was, it was uh, I mean, it was very, very uncomfortable. I mean, I can play the audio if y'all want. You have it you on me play it? on you. I, I do. It's on my phone. Do you and want me to play it? You, yeah, play it. Play it. Okay. Let me get it. <laughs> and then they answer the worst possible matchup. I, I, everyone's good in October. Uh, for me, it's, it's the Mariners because. Uh, I'm gonna be trolled to oblivion if we play if we play them and then sweep them. Can y'all hear this? It's a little overwhelming. Um, uh, I want to thank Trevi and uh, Higgy. I thought it was really magical that we were kind of able to split it between the two of you. You guys have been there every step of the way, along with really everyone else in this room uh, to steal a line from Big G. Thanks for hanging in there with me, and let's uh, let's get this done. Let's get it. Hell yeah, brother! Hell yeah, I'm ready. It's like golf clap, dude. I'm about to break through this brick wall. Let's, I just got uh, bricked up. Let's uh, you know, uh, let's get let's get it done. Let's like or let's let's get it done. I'll tell you what, dude. Yeah, that brick wall right there. Like, I want to take this TV back here. I want to rip it off the wall. I want to throw it out the window and then I'm going to jump off the building to grab it and then bring it back up and, and reattach it. That's how pumped and psyched I am after hearing Garrett Cole. <laughs> just, just psyched. Just, just jacked, bricked up. Do you blokes think Altuve will pass Manny Wood on the postseason home run list? Uh, we answered that. Brian thinks so. I don't. 
Blokes, I think he gets close. Stink hose out too, baby. It's gonna get it done. In it. In it. <laughs> Bro. Oh, here's another one. Do you think Altuve breaks the playoff home run? You know what? I'm back on the train. Altuve breaks the home run record. You. What is he saying? Uh, you uh, you sandbagging son of a bitch. He's, you save it. It's wedding season. Uh, do you think Hunter Brown locks himself onto the opening day roster spot for next year with a solid postseason? It doesn't matter if he has a solid postseason or not. My man is on the opening day roster. Dang, man. I agree. That's from Gary. Um, Thanks, Gary. from RJ. RJ Ochoa. What would be the best and worst ways to win it all? Like, what would be the most and least satisfying? Oh, man. Winning I mean, it all just beat. I don't, yeah, I don't I care. Don't I just win. I don't give a shit how you get it done. Just get it done. Like, just get it done. RJ Ochoa, that's when he covers the Cowboys, right? Long of the boys. Good friend yeah, of the program. Long of the boys. Yeah, man. Um, um, I don't care, man. Just get it done. Just win. Yeah, However, I think least, least satisfying is I'm stuck in Mexico and the parade is happening. That is the least satisfying thing. Yeah, least satisfying is if for some reason we don't get, we miss it or something. But. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well. I mean, if they want to throw us a couple spots on the parade bus, yeah, like, I mean, just the gonna... fourth bus. Right. Not 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 with Bregs, not with all two, not in the this is the last bus. The yeah. the you know like the bus the bus after the club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Let's like just after yeah. yeah. busting with the boys. I like it. Busting with the boys. You down for that? Yeah. You down I want to be Brian? on the bus with Willie, yes. the groundskeeper. Ooh. That's, that's what I want to be on the bus with. Swept them hoes. Uh this is more of a statement than a question from Craig. You just need to know who the inaugural inaugural annual dog of the year is. We'll get to that. And then why all the dusty hate? This is the last question. Love to get your perspective. Um, I, uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know why there is so much disdain for Dusty Baker. I, I don't understand it. 106 wins. He's been to an ALCS in a funky COVID year. He went to the World Series last year, and he's got the number one seed in the American League, arguably one of the best teams in baseball. I don't understand it, and I never will. Like it's simply put as that. I, 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 he's made he's made some like moves where you're like, why are you doing that? But, but that's only year, that's only an issue if you don't win 106 games. If you win 106 games, and you're like, okay, I don't care. But if they were like one like 88, then I could see like, oh, well, maybe they should have done but, this or this or whatever. But right, but they won. But every every manager makes makes moves that we don't understand. Like AJ yeah. Hinch had his fair share, yeah, you know. Uh, Larry Durker, I'm sure, had his fair share when the Astros were winning all the NL Centrals. And I I, I don't get, like that's that's what makes it even crazier. The Astros 106 wins. The the most games they lost um, in a row was like three, three or four max, and like so they they've won so many games and and people still found ways to complain it'd be different if we were the miami marlins or the kansas city royals like they're or the pittsburgh pirates yeah all those teams are yeah i think i think the big thing and i think you nailed it but also just the sport is so long right like we started literally this this journey this year uh, with the lockout and everything. So you had uh, this hunger. You also lost the world series. Um, you also had your franchise shortstop leave. And so you had just all these things and, and all these questions. And then this team goes out and performs and wins 106 games when everyone projected 
them to be in the low 90s. So obviously they they really exceeded expectations, but baseball is just such a long sport and we're on Twitter. We're on it's just so easy to to be negative, I guess. But I think just enjoying what this era is, like you gotta just take it for what it's worth. Like 106 wins is crazy. 106 yeah. wins with this team is absurdly crazy. Our, our coaching staff should win some awards. 100. I don't know Dusty specifically, but like the pitching coaches, like yeah, they're we, they've done some crazy stuff with some players that should not have been as good as they are. And with I, all the different lineups too, like yeah, he's gonna have a set lineup. He's gonna run out in the playoffs, and and if we win it all. We can look back and and say, man, giving all these guys different scenarios to be in or days off when you know they're they have a hot hand like this is the freshest this team has ever been going in october like bar none what did what were the concerns coming into the season the astros lose uh lose carlos correa who's gonna play shortstop how is how is uh jeremy Payne gonna play what are we gonna see from justin verlander is he going to be justin verlander you know, is he going to be on a uh, innings limit? When does Lance McCullers come back and pitch? Who's going to play center field? Is Jordan going to be able to stay healthy? Who's going to be the is backup Is going to emerge? Right. Like, look at all those concerns. Look at all those concerns. And look what Dusty Baker has done. Like, he, he should be the AL manager of the year. 106 wins, best team in the AL. Why would you not give it to him? So everything like, and I understand that he doesn't play the game, but he manages, he holds the locker room or the clubhouse together. Guys look up to him. Guys rely on him. So all the success, where does it start? It starts at the top, right? It goes from Jim Crane to James Click. On the field stuff is Dusty Baker. Dusty Baker should 100% win manager of the year in the AL. Like there's no questions asked. Like who else is going to get it? Not gonna be Aaron Boone. It's gonna be it's gonna be Hyde from the Orioles. Okay, well, I mean that's that's a fair mm -hmm. one, but they didn't make the playoffs. I mean, I know what he did turning that season around for those guys, but they didn't do anything. Yeah. They missed the playoffs. He'll he'll be in top three for sure. Yeah, Scott surfaced for the for the Mariners first time in twenty one years. You can make a case for him, even though yeah. I think he's a yeah. jackass. Yeah, you know, uh, I but, just but, at the end of the day. It, it goes back. Wins. Yeah, it, exactly. That's what I was going to say. It goes back to, it goes back to the question that we were originally asked in the Q and a, why, why the hate? I, I don't know. 106 wins, 106 wins. And, and there's never been, yes, we've, we've talked about the lineup too. Like obviously like trash should have been the guy in center field, right? Like we can totally yeah. agree on that. There's, you know, Dubon's Dubon's is where it is. But other than like that, and then giving guys time off and and you know giving them, I don't know, a, a breather. Like uh, that's what we're gonna hang our hat on to be like upset about. Yes, there's been some decisions, but who? Over one sixty two, any manager decisions that doesn't do that. But we don't have a we don't have a uh, like a situation with Larusa where there's guys stands yelling at telling him to pinch run a guy. And then he does that. You know what I mean? There's not right. the, the circus isn't running the show. Like, so I think at the end of the day, you just got a 106 wins your by your skipper. Like they didn't win 106 wins like despite him. Like 
You know what? Wins. Think about it. Think about it this way. You talked about Chaz McCormick should have been the guy, right? And people were a little upset about Dusty Baker not playing him and so forth and so on. We we know everything that came with that. Think back to 2017. Think back to the playoffs when George Springer couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. Do you remember that? And then he came alive yeah. in the World Series. Okay. Yeah. Everyone people, was questioning. People forget. Why was he was over five? Everyone was questioning why, 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 why are you keeping AJ Hinch? Why are you keeping George Springer in the leadoff spot? Why, why, why? Now take this for for just for fruition or not fruition. Just take it for what it is. Imagine if George Springer never came out of that slump and he was like one for 20 in the World Series and they don't win it. Then what? Then what? Do, do, do you criticize A.J. Hinch for not moving him down or do you say, hey, A.J.'s trusting his guys? Like, what? What? what's the narrative then? Yeah. And now, like, that, that's where I, I compare those two. Yeah, okay. Dusty Baker was riding with a different, different guy rather than Chaz McCormick. On the flip side, Look what AJ Hinch did. That's where I go back to managers are all different. Managers are different in their own right. And they all do different things. And they all do things that make us scratch our head. But at the end of the day, what has Dusty Baker done? This team has won 106 wins. Yeah. 106. I, just think, I think this is the, the, the cherry on it series. And this is the yeah. opportunity year to do it. Um, you don't get. To win in October, you got to get really a lot of breaks along the way, and you got to get uh, the ball to bounce your way. You got you got to get a lot of little things right, and I think one big thing going in is team health that you can control, and the way you build a team. And I think the way they built this team is is the pitching and defense, right? Yep. That we've we said it multiple times on the show that will travel in October, um, and two the health of this team, like. This team's besides the the wear and tear of 162. There's no con, like lingering injuries right now. All, right. All, the the JV calf question mark is, is you know not there. Framber's form. He looked good yesterday. He's back. Like you have all these different things of just like okay, we controlled what we could control. Now let's go out and play, and let's go out and win. So um, that's just the big thing when it comes to October. And now you just hope you catch lining a bottle offensively. Bats stay hot. Get hot. And then um, have the ball bounce your way. Because if you look back in 17, ball bounced our way. 18, ball didn't bounce our way. We weren't healthy. 19, they were just they just got it done. Uh, 20, we dug ourselves in a, a a big hole and we came all the way back, forced a game seven. And and a year we probably shouldn't even been in the playoffs. Right. Uh, in that in that COVID year. And then 21, you're playing for if you're playing for a World Series, like you take that. <laughs> You just absolutely take that, and then hopefully luck's on your side. So Carlos Correa and Jeremy Pena ended the season with exactly 136 games played, exactly 22 home runs each. Oh my Correa gosh. ended with one more RBI, 64 to 63. Uh, Pena had 11 steals. Correa had zero. Correa did have a higher OPS, 834 to 715, and uh, but Pena had a higher defensive WAR. So that's pretty. Uh, it's pretty good for thirty-four million dollars less. And Not bad, one kid. of them, and one of them is headed to the playoffs, and the other is headed to the Dior store. I was. I actually camped out at the Dior store yesterday to see if I could find him. Did Did you find him? No, no, I didn't. Hmm. No, 
You found that shirt the, I, though, dude. I sent yeah, from Dior. You uh, found that shirt though. Did I did. Friday came <laughs> early, boys. Weekend's here. That weekend is here. UTO you, baby. You dog of the week. Dog of the week, real quick. Who was it? We got the dog of the week. Dog of the week. We'll do dog of the year on Monday. But dog of the week, real quick before you gotta go. So the fourth inaugural annual annual inaugural dog of the week. This is our fourth one, correct? Correct. We've had Hunter Brown. Dog. Kyle Tucker. Dog. Kyle Tucker. Jose Altuve. Dog. And now we're going to give it to Ryan Stanek. <laughs> Ryan Stanek, dog of the week. Ryan Stanek, congratulations. We will ship you our gift card to Starbucks. It will go to your P.O. box, and uh, you'll get your trophy Yes. later on uh, in November. Fourth annual inaugural dog of the week, Ryan Stanek. Ryan Stanek. Yeah. Ryan Stanek. Let me read these stats to you real quick before we get out of here. Ryan Stanek tossed another scoreless inning. This was uh, last night, which was Wednesday, game 162. He finished the season with a 1.15 ERA, 62 Ks in 54 and two-thirds inning pitched, innings pitched in 59 games. He Insane. was scored on in just seven games. His runs allowed by month, he gave up two in April, zero in May, zero in June, three in July, two in August. One of them was earned. And then September and October combined, he gave up one. So, man, you know what? He had a really bad month in July. He gave up three runs. <laughs> Bro. Dog. And he He's a was dog. Not, he was not an all-star. Not an all-star. That's crazy. Before, dude, he gave up two runs in the months of April, May, and June. You know what? We could pitch this to him next time he's in here. We should be his arbitrators for yeah. this upcoming season. Like, let us handle negotiations. Right, right. You know, like, hey, we'll get you. We get you. We we'll get you the bag. We can throw. You know, throw a couple points some our way. way. Some points. Some airline miles. Some airline what? miles. You're gonna be out there dancing with some with some Cuban guy. You know, <laughs> dog, dog, dog of the week. Dog of the week. Oh, yeah. There you. we go. We found it. There we go. Dog of the week, Ryan Stanick. One more time for the dog of the Congratulations, week. Congratulations, Ryan. There we go. Fourth dog annual inaugural dog of the week. Next episode. Stay tuned Monday for dog of the year. Monday is our award show. show and We've got an award show. We've got dog of the year. And all I know is it's October. And all I know is if you aren't tuned in, to Apollo HOU with this run in October, you better buckle up. You better tune in. You better follow, like, subscribe, whatever, do everything. We're, we're going to have apparel dropping. We're going to have watch parties. We're going to have boots on the ground. Okay? Boots on the ground. Boots I mean, this, we are, what is it? Yeah, that's right. Dialed. Dad's on the street. Dialed. Dialed on the we're street. Sorry. Dialed. We got new uh, new equipment that Des and I are going to test out. We're going to float around yeah. the park. We may have a couple dog. of LTFO margaritas. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Just be dialed. Just be dialed. Follow HOU.
Dog of October. AL runs through Houston. You heard? Hungry dogs run faster. You're scared by a dog. <laughs> yeah. Dog. Yeah. yeah. Dog. We let the dogs hey. out. Hey, real quick, Des, hey. I know we're on a baseball podcast. Texas OU, give me your prediction right now. Texas OU, Texas 65, OU 24. <laughs> I am going to be top of the cotton ball. I'm going to climb on Big Tex. I should have asked. <laughs> That's it. We're out of here. We'll be back on Monday. See you later. Peace. Pay my bell. Pay my bell. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha!